In love, we oftentimes neglect self to become all-consuming for the beloved. No balance in sight, no mutuality. We become discouraged and blinded by upset. But with the faithful heart, our upset will subside and balance will be like breathing. Welcome to the Black Librarian Podcast. Today in the library, we will be discussing black love and relationships, polygamy and polyandry, what it means to be in love, and our crystal of the week, Rose Quartz. The Black Librarian Podcast is brought to you by Rolling Papers. Please leave the Rellos alone and stay woke. Dragon's Blood. Welcome to the Black Librarian Podcast out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I am your host at Alien Black Girl underscore, and you are now entering episode five. I appreciate all of you who have been listening since the beginning, episode one, and I'm bringing you, look, I'm trying my hardest to bring new and better content every week or whenever I push these jokers out. Today with me in the library, I have my lovely guest at doing just peachy on Instagram, also underscore fruitful hands underscore. You can find me at peaches dean on Facebook. All right, peaches, let's get into it, home girl. Let's go. Um, so you know the as you know, the Black Librarian podcast is for black creative mystics. So, first question of the hour is what makes you um, creative. What do you do? All that you do that makes you creative. Um, I am a creative because I find fun ways to fix problems. For example. And so, I love the black family. I love black children. And so, I write books for them to teach them and their family different Point of views and perspectives that we aren't always raised with in the black community. Is that all, Miss Ma'am? Because um, I know for a fact you do something else creative, how so, we met. So I also do poetry. Snaps fingers. Snaps, snaps. Um, is it really a difference between being a poetess and a spoken word artist? Because I guess I'm both of them. Um, like, I think it's a difference when you try to make it a difference. Spoken word is poetry. Right, right. Poetry is spoken word. You're speaking the words. But I guess you know how some people do right. the cadence got- and all that good stuff. You know, people there's always a, a category people want to associate themselves with instead of just being. Right. Because so. I told somebody I do poetry and they was like, Well, you're more like a spoken word artist to me. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, well, I'm and whatever I say oh, yeah. I am. Exactly. And today I'm exactly. a poet. Tomorrow I might be a flower. Exactly. <laughs> so I am also I'm a children's book author. I am a spoken word artist. I am a plus size model. Plus size model. I she am. Fine. I am whatever I feel like being. I recreate myself every day. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what a black creative looks yes. like. It sounds like yes. we are the Renaissance children yes. of our past, or our elders of our elders, <laughs> and we are glowing. 
Okay. So, tell me a little bit more about your children's books. What what are they? What inspired you? Okay, so my first book um, is called Memories of My Mommy. I published that um, about 10 years after she died. Mm-hmm. I realized, you know, how we do get hurt. And then we do a bunch of stupid stuff. And then you got to try to figure out why you're so stupid. So Healing. healing. Right, right, right. So I decided I was going to heal. And um, I decided to write a children's book. I figured out what was wrong with me. I didn't grieve the death of my mom. Because in the black community, we always have to be strong. So, and somebody messed me up with that. You know, you got to really be careful about the advice you take. And so somebody gave me some advice. They didn't mean, you know anything by it but they told me you got to be strong for your dad i'm 14 and you're telling me i gotta be strong for a grown man right it should um, be the other way around honestly exactly so my whole life i was being strong when i needed to be vulnerable so that's why i wrote this book to to help and really it helps a lot of women too but i wrote it for children so that they could learn to begin to process how they feel because you know we're told Shut up. Stop crying. What you crying for? I'm going to give you something. Like, we're, we're not taught, allowed. We're taught to hold it in. Exactly. So, this book was a way, because it has a 10-day journal in the back. This book was a way to get kids talking about how they feel and making their parents listen to them. And if people are interested, they can find this on your Fruitful Hands page. What was that? Yes. I have a I have a website. You can go to www.fruitfulhands.co. You can find that book, my activity book that I have, Memories um, with my mommy activity book that was geared for um, mothers and daughters to complete together to strengthen their relationship. Now, does the mother have to be passed or gone on? And is it just for mothers and daughters? Um, well, this particular one in mind, I had mothers and daughters. But if a mom is passed and it's an aunt and a child in the house or a grandmother and a child, it's for them. Um, the images are of a black mother and a black daughter. Okay. So, um that is this one is for them to complete together to create memories to like look a back scrapbook on. of right okay. it has like recipes in it. it has like games um arts and crafts it has sections where like moms can write their daughters notes for the future so oh, nice. if mom passes away daughter can look at the book like oh my mommy told me this this is something she wanted me to remember this was you know her essence because I blocked out so much of my mom that when I began writing my first book I can't even remember stuff about my mom like mm-hmm. so and so what is your latest project in your book realm so February 24th I'll be launching um Penelope B's Great Mission um that one is about a little girl searching for Jesus and it's really in essence what I want people to take from it is them going on their own journey their own their own journey because she was by herself you know she just had her little compass and her little bible and she just was searching mm-hmm. and she met him through somebody and it's about connections and meeting people where they are and just learning for yourself man um getting caught up in the church world you can get fed so much it can just be overwhelming you need to find out what what it is that you see interpret it your way and live it your way you know what i'm saying i do i do so that's penelope b come out to 2415 gary street at two o'clock in fayetteville north carolina Carolina. i'm gonna have my big old bash and it's gonna be a good time for the kids on that note you are now listening to mood by sloan
welcome back to the Black Librarian Podcast out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I am your host at Alien Black Girl underscore, and I'm here with my guest at Doing Just Peachy. That's D O I N J S T P E A C H Y. Now, Peaches, we just finished talking about how finding, you know, your faith your own way, um, finding it for yourself. So in, with that mentality or with that mindset, um, what's your mantra? What, what do you go by? What is something that, and it doesn't have to be necessarily just one. What, right. what do you go by? What keeps you going? I want to die empty. Ooh, explain. When everything's said and done... And I'm at the pearly gates. I just want to know that I did everything that I that I could have done with the time I was given. I want to be completely exasperated. Like, I just want to do whatever it is that I feel. Like, so many people just want to do stuff and they yeah. just sit on it and they're, like, waiting for, like, a big bang or something. Like, I just want to do yeah. stuff. I want to create stuff. I want to leave imprints on so many people's hearts. I want every piece of love I had in me to be out. Like, I just want to live. You want to be empty. I want to be empty. I don't want to take nothing with me. Snaps fingers. That was that was good, girl. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. That's really good because a lot of times we're so focused on, like, keeping stuff. We're so mm-hmm. focused on, like, hoarding, you know. Like I said, like, we hoard our potential from, from the world. Yes, yes. Dying empty meaning just give it out, you know. Give mm-hmm. it out. Of course, maintain that balance exactly. of self because, exactly. you know, if you don't have that... That's why gonna... I put that in my projects, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, I, I exude what's in me in the projects. That's what I can give you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends posted today on Facebook. It said, um, somebody else's emergency is not your emergency. Ooh. So, like... Stay woke. <laughs> so, basically, like, I'm going to give you what I can. Mm-hmm. And if you don't... Like what I'm giving you, you don't have to take it. But this is what I can offer you, <laughs> and, girl. You are absolutely right because sometimes, if if you don't like what somebody's offering or if you don't rock with it, that's fine. That's completely because there will be other people who may who you will find that rock with you, and those people have to who rock with them. You don't have to force yourself into a situation or exactly. being an uncomfortable or an uneven or a situation that'll um, stifle you. Exactly. Um. Because you don't know how to, like, you're different. Not different, but you, we don't mesh well. So right. I'm going to go move forward. Respect. Exactly. But, but, and it's cool, you know. You don't have to do all this changing yourself for people. You just give what you can, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. some people going to like it. Like, um, I was talking to somebody and uh, she kept saying, I made her feel bad. The way I approached her about situation made her feel bad. I'm like, but the same thing that's making you feel bad is the same thing that all my friends love about me. All my friends love my bluntness. You don't like it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to change that. And I'm not about to walk on eggshells for you. Stop asking me stuff then. <laughs> and in that's right word. And in that situation, um, as her, as that woman, she has to, when we get, when in general, when people offend us, mm-hmm. we have to stop and think, why does this offend me? Exactly. People get offended for one or two ways. Either it's true mm-hmm. or misinterpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that you said, like you said, the, your bluntness, people love that about you. Hers is she may not have, can handle the truth. Mm-hmm. She's may, she may be not used to like someone telling it like it is. Exactly. She's probably used to someone telling her what she wants to hear versus what she right. needs to hear. Because that's one of the things. Like, I'm offended. Well, well why are you offended? Right. Not how did I offend you. I'm right. going to ask you how, like, what, like why right. are you offended? Why? And when, right. when someone says why... You can hear it when they say it. Like, they're like, well, damn, why am I? 
Like, why are you offended? Like, I really don't even know why I'm offended yet. I will never ask you, what did I do to offend you? No, no, no. Because I said what I said. I said what I said, honey. I said what I said. And I meant it. So, if you would like me to explain what I meant even more, that's cool. Like, we can have that conversation. but it's not going to change. Not how did I offend you, because I'm going to say it again, you know. Right. But why are you offended by what I said? Right. I'm not going to put that on me. Exactly. You can't let anybody, like, I feel some type of way because I'm like. No. And, you know, and that's not to say, you know, we're perfect. Like, we're we don't make mistakes. Like, me, like, okay, I'm not going to walk up to somebody and be like, your hair is ugly. But it, if I don't tell you I like your hair, don't ask me, well, do you like my hair? You didn't say anything. It was probably for a reason. <laughs> Are you sure? Like, Right. And that's when the saying was like, it's not for me. But if you like it. Exactly, and you can't get offended by that. And you can't, but people do. But but you but then that's why we see those images of like girl, like a group of girls, and that one girl got like a jacked up something, and you think like I know her friends, her friends ain't right. But you gotta think about how some people are. Right, maybe her friends try. Right, like, maybe don't tell her. or maybe her friends know like she's super sensitive, so you know don't say nothing to right, her. right. You know she see what her head look like. Dear black people, <laughs> it's okay to take criticism. It is, and you. You have to take criticism with both your heart and mind. Mm-hmm. You need to take criticism with your mind first. Exactly. You need to think like, okay. Is, there, is this true? Exactly. Especially, you know, receive what you the criticism however you receive it first. And then analyze why you feel that way. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, no, why did I feel like that? But that right. calls for you being real with yourself. Exactly. A lot of and a lot of people aren't. You know, I met like, and I'm, I'm, I'm about to be 29 next week. Um, yes, girl. One time for the birthday check. Hey. Hey. <laughs> but um, I'm still the baby in a lot of spaces that I go into. Yeah. And people are always so astounded by my maturity. And that's not me saying like, oh, I'm so mature. Because, hell, I think I'm pretty childish. But I agree. <laughs> <laughs> See, because you know me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm offended. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm legit the baby in a lot of spaces that I'm in. So, um. It's it's so funny to me that I hear so many older people say that like I and I have to make sure I stay humble about it but I'm just like why you don't already know this piece like right. why you don't already have yeah. this piece like what you been doing all these years with your own self you know with yourself you yeah. have not been with yourself <laughs> you've been trying to be with everybody else been at church seven days a week you need to be some sometimes yourself you with yourself you always you surround yourself get like Penelope Take a day. Look at you. Plug it. Take plug a day. It, it. Travel to town. Get to know what makes you mad. Calm down. Write it in a book. You know, whatever. Get to know you. Penelope got to know her that day. Penelope got to know her. At 10. She's 10. And she knows her. You are now listening to Go Again by Leslie Marie.
This is the Black Librarian Podcast out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I am your host at Alien Black Girl underscore. Today I have my guest at Doing Just Peachy. That's D O I N J S T P A C H Y. And my other account is at underscore fruitful hands <laughs> underscore you gotta have two you know my sophista ratchet you know sophista ratchet so in honor of being first of all i am so i feel so bad because i have not said happy black history month nowhere Woo-woo. in host, podcast at all like i'm the black librarian and i ain't say nothing black and black black about black history month but Happy Black History Month, y'all. Happy Black History Month. And not only is it Black History Month, it also is the commercial month of love. I have to say commercial. I was about to say that was so shady. Commercial. I mean, I I gotta represent for those who believe Valentine's Day is commercial. And, I mean... Whether you take a pessimistic, no, pause, whether you take a realistic or um, approach about it or not, it's still one of the most lucrative times of the year. So uh, yes. some people say Valentine's Day is not a holiday. I'm like, a it holiday is. is what you make it. Yes. If they make left-handed day a holiday, I mean, it's a thing. Right. But anyway, so I would love to talk about black love. It's a beautiful thing. It is. So my thing, my question to you is, what is black love to you? Mm, that sounds like a poem title. And you're a poet, so you better be with some words. <laughs> um, seriously, just in the most simplistic way I can say it, black love is... Come on, poet. It is infinite because <laughs> it is. Like, it's just... There's nothing like seeing two black people just, and I don't know if it's because of the stigma that black families don't exist, you know, whatever, they're so broken or whatever, but so to actually see, it just is like, this is going to go on forever. Like, we're going to make kids forever, whether we stay together or not, like, <laughs> forever, we, ever. we just here forever, like, I was even, um, I was buying my boo thing, his, um, boo thing, come on here, boo, with the boo in 2018, Peaches got a boo this, thing, this is my Cardi B year, y'all, <laughs> this is 2017, yes, yes, <laughs> but I was, um, buying him a car, and I just, you know, they got the little mahogany section, and Jill Scott has her own line, pause, she does, yes, they, they got her, like, a little, little known black history fact, guys, Jill yes. Scott has a car, uh, company, yeah, well, it's, the mahogany people are like featuring her. Oh, like, she's featuring She's mahogany. running the campaign. Oh, okay, right okay, 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 okay. So they got like all these like nice That's cards. That's beautiful. And, she's a poet. Yes. They're, they're really, really nice. But so like I'm looking at those cards and then you're looking at the other Valentine's Day cards with the white people on them and you just like, I don't feel it. This right here though, this mahogany, <laughs> this black skin, like this is it's just, and even like the poems is different. The way that we express love. Yeah, it looks. It's so like, being black in itself is love. So right. when you see this how it I magnifies. Feel. When you see it magnified with two people together, you know it's magnetic. When you it see is. two black people together, it is. and maybe it's because I'm black and I feel how Bias it feels to be hell. black. Right. Like to be black, I feel unstoppable. Yeah. When I walk out the door, I feel 
black privilege. Like, I'm like, woo, look, today somebody gonna look at me. Do you know who I am? Do you know? Like, so to see that love, to see it manifest in love, it's yes. like, sometimes I'm, I'm a sap about it. I'll tear up about it. Like, it's beautiful. It like, is. Especially if they have some babies with them. Yeah. And like, yes. it's beautiful. Looking just like dad, looking just like mom. Looking just like mom. Shining like, with the cocoa butter on their face. Greasy. You know? <laughs> I love it. So yeah, that's what black love is to me. It's just a forever feeling and even when you don't have it you long for it. even not even like in the terms of a marriage but you just want that it's like an explosion you want that like, connection you want that, that connection like I, and I'm you know not against no biracial people black people that love white people or whoever else do y'all do you boo we love it we love the babies too we know but that. come bring you can drop the kids off at the cookout but right. you can't come however <laughs> just seeing Two of them together. It's just, it's a beautiful thing, man. Brown skin. Yes. (laughs) You know I love Come on here. Brown skin. All of it. Okay, so what do you think about um, the dating realm (laughs) now within the black community? I mean, that's the only community you're dating within. Yes. Okay, so I'm I'm black until the day I die. Okay, but what do you think about... (laughs) <laughs> the dating. What's funny is I just was preparing my speech today because I'm going to be a part of Shameless Plug Bed Talk in Durham on February 13th. That's the day before Valentine's Day. We're going to be at the Talk Rockfish. Talk about the bed before you jump in it. At 7. But what it is is um, a bunch of singles who are doing storytelling about their experience in dating in the digital age. And oh, so wow. I took you all the way back. To Black Planet because that was my first. Oh, Mohis for you was my name. <laughs> I was too young for that. Happy Black History Month, Black Planet. Black, yes, my name was Datboro Booty because oh. I was from Goldsboro, so I'm Datboro Booty. But um, <laughs> it was it's an experience, man. I hate online dating. Yeah, it's been it hasn't been the worst experience for me. I actually made a really good friend from it. Um, and he's about to have a baby. Well, he just had a baby. Congrats. And he's about to get married, you know. Nice. And it's cool. You know, we stay in touch. But he's, like, the only person that, like, I've ever, like, really rocked with from it. And he, he wasn't good for me today. You know right. He wasn't for me. He you wasn't know. for me. He was for her. Maybe. You know. But <laughs> he might be for everybody. Shame. <laughs> but, um, so dating as a black woman in this generation is stressful because we are like so overstimulated and overwhelmed with everybody trying to be a Derek Jackson meme type of woman. We are trying to be somebody's ministry leaders uh, meme of what it is to be a wife. If you're not a real woman, if you're not this, you're not a real man. And, if you pause, and those posts are created by normally bums. Bums. Sitting in somebody mama house. And I'm saying bums women, bum men. Right. Like, bums all around who are making these posts uh, uh, projecting what they want instead of what they're doing so out of being bitter from somebody else that didn't give them what Mm -hmm. they friend got Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. (laughs) exactly so when you look at these beams that you see and they 
And then you have to think about when you see these memes and get triggered by it, mm-hmm. ask yourself, why did this trigger me? Right. You, these are the questions you ask yourself. Why did not lashing out and arguing in cyber world where no one ca- nobody cares right. what you have to say. Like I'll even I'll post stuff, but I really post it for me and stuff I want to share. Like, you know what? This is right. the revelation I have, or these are my thoughts. But in essence, right. no one cares what you have to and, say. And it's just a thought. It's not like this is a mandate. Like I've talked to my friends and they're like, oh girl, yeah. I seen this meme that said this so girl if he ain't doing I'm like girl I ain't living my life based off of some 14 year old girl that's mad at her boyfriend we live in an age where memes are the news right but then cry fake news to every other thing they're they're the life coaches they are the therapists of today they're the pastors they are yeah I'm gonna create a meme say something dumb and it's gonna be a thing Mm -hmm. that's sad so um, what's actually funny is the guy that I'm dating I added him to this single group that was supposed to be for black people, but it's not. It's for everybody now, I guess. But, um, <laughs> um, but I stay woke. I, I added him just to so we could talk junk about people in the group. Like, did you see that post? Well, what's your thought? Like, we can get real deep with each other. And so, for in the beginning, when we were just like really getting to know each other, it was funny because he was like, um, um, yeah, because you know all the women think like this. I said, those women think like this. Mm-hmm. Did you see me post my opinion? My opinion is this. And he was like, you know, you're really different. And I'm like, get to know me. Get to know me, you know. So we had to go through that. I learned today lesson. Um, when people say, you're different, that's their first defense mechanism of I don't understand you. Mm-hmm. You're different. Um, someone told me that yesterday. You're different. And I was like, he was like, I didn't mean it in a bad way. I was like, I, I wasn't offended. I wasn't offended because I understand meaning you're different I don't understand you but you didn't lash out and say something dumb right you know because you don't understand right. me you just like you could tell when someone says you're different they had like a, a mind a thought of like processing what you said and then you're different Science. Read the local news, I promise that we're ruling silence Show them how to move and vultures nest, go get them spider Okay, my taste is in between sage and a campfire I done scribbled the dot, middle of paper Then told me focus and be inspired Ay, When I draw no L's in front of my hill Like Lawrence will to excel without chasing this dollar bill Facts, sauced up if you jerk pussy This our kitchen, curry Ford. Lot of crews will do it, my intuition looking go Lot of stories recorded through this road NTA, or the black tar that you walking on top of Tossing your fears, hey well we know here, say my ears in a weird space, breathe Hold it down from my own set, we break your necks and roll up sleeves In the name of Mosul Law, we break your laws and roll up weeds So necessary, ay, tote the belt while I'm having fun with the secondary Can never front, pull up, just know that the section's scary, you know oh, Magic happen, mallet, bust some brain with my calico Trigger finger, malice if you tap in the tag along Quit with the nonsense, one line from Josh is better than a lot of these niggas' projects Imagine when a tree fully blown, fucker What kind of sandwich we serving on? On the corner, knuckle, peace to the body boys. My aroma got her coming over, she making noise. Higher culture, but you find a way to supply the void. Being honest, we've seen it all before. Ay. Cat six, why we taking y'all on this carousel? Ay. Wonder why some of y'all rappers is mad at all. You standing tall.
saw It's like racquetball to a basketball, just pass it on Niggas suss and I see they fairy want ay. With a little buzz, I bet you way go way beyond Infinity, better see none of these niggas respond Lines in the rubble is drawn, pebbles thrown to the pond Maybe it'll be appreciated when niggas gone, never know Like Whitney if she never touched a coke or son of souls For a quick check, but your negligence turned you to stone I could go on and 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 Joshua, the rebel from here to reggaeton and you I'm not average, and I like being a fresh breath of air to people because I know not a lot of women get to spend time with themselves the way I have. I was single for four years, and I've lived alone those four years. There are not many 29-year-old women that can say that. Most of my friends have kids. They've never known a mom. They've been kids since they were, like, either in high school or fresh out of high school, you know. They've never had that time frame to just, like, get to know who they are, their likes and dislikes. So they really just date for who's available versus dating who they really want to date. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. They're not like, they're like, yeah, he think, he said he want to be with me, but I don't know. I'm like, but do you even like him? You don't have to like him just because he's showing you attention. Like, so I don't know. It's different for me. Um, it's interesting. Um, and I'm liking it. This is the first like person. I think I wanted to take maybe three people serious since in my whole four years of being single and kind of trying to date but this one I'm like I think you would not embarrass me you would be good to have on my team you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah, I think you're I good for the team you're you good are for good the for the team like and he supports my grind like I've met men who are intimidated by me I'm not rich y'all like I'm not mm-hmm. rich I'm just out here doing a bunch of stuff because I like it and it's fun like he's not intimidated by any of it and so that's a lot of and he got his own hustle too. he got his own he job his own flow his own side bitch. like he is he is so dope like I'm smitten I'm so smitten <laughs> oh look at this black love coming up and then through the waves look at it look at it
a clip, I'm on some super fuck shit. Ain't no love for snitches, ain't no love for bitches, ain't no time for profits. I just want my money out here Sunday, now he finna up. Welcome back to the Black Librarian Podcast out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I am your host at Alien Black Girl underscore with my lovely guest at Doing Just Peachy. That's D O I N J S T P E A C H Y. And you can also find me on Instagram at underscore fruitful hands underscore she out here doing it big y'all all right along the same lines we were talking about you know black love and its beauty and how we love it because we are it our mere conception is black love yes what can you describe as a healthy relationship what does a healthy relationship look like to you um yeah or what it sh- what it sh- what should it look like yeah um, it's a healthy black or a healthy relationship, just whatever. Um, is being able to be respectfully expressive. It is very important to me to feel safe saying, "Hey, I don't like when you do this," and not be um, met with, "I don't give a f how you feel. That's what I do." And da da da. Um. I wanted to. I like being able to have conversation. Being with somebody who can communicate is um, very important to me because I'm a talker. I'm very inquisitive. I get on my, I get on his nerves all the time. He's like, "You're asking me too many questions." So okay, I'll give you a break. <laughs> I give you a break, but I'm coming back. Right. But, um, and that's just because I, I really want to get to know somebody. I want to get to know the parts about them that they don't know. Yeah. About them. Yeah. Um, it's a constant exploration that's how you you know and you can fall in love with them in so many ways right. at different times when you ask when you yes. communication is key so question what is your zodiac sign i am an aquarius exactly so you guys are now witnessing a quimini in the making because i am a gemini i'm gonna always say this mm-hmm. the doers of the stars the arms <laughs> the heart and the mind the ill the shield gemini so what is Aquarius? Oh, I know we're air sign, but you're water bearers. We're out. We're in the age of Aquarius right now. So for the right. next two thousand years, we're in the age of um, where spiritual and physical meet like they combine to create a new world um of thought and reason because we were in the age of pisces before mm-hmm. so in, Pi- in the piscean area era is when we you see all our governments being formed you know mm-hmm. all of you know what we saw the civil rights movement all of that you know structures being basically the lies being built of the system mm-hmm. so the aquarius age is now us seeing through those lies um, and it shows in our protests. Everyone's mm-hmm. wanting rights now. Everyone's like, wait a minute. The government, the law is wrong. You know, we're going to fight this system right. that was built on greed and secrecy and oppression. You know, right. we're trying to overcome that. So, okay. the age of Aquarius. And, yeah. That's cool. Because I'm forever fighting something. Mm-hmm. I am. See? Yeah, that's, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. That's, that's pretty dope. That's, so, that is pretty dope. The stone, the crystal of the week, we have rose quartz in honor of... Valentine's in honor of February um, and rose quartz is light in color it's pink and it's for the heart chakra for those of you who are um, in tune with your chakra rose quartz is for the heart and it's pink and you can wear this rose cord. I put it in my pocket. I have a necklace. You can put it in your car. You can put it in your house. You can put it anywhere. And again, if you know, don't know how to cleanse your crystals, you can use sage, water, um, sunlight, anything to charge them up and 
get oh, all really? that energy. Yeah, so. Yes. I thought you just set them on the counter and let them look pretty. I didn't know you could put them in the sun for stuff. Yeah, sun charges them, you know, gives off the energy of its intent of what it's supposed to do. Um, and But you can sit on the table and the area, you fill your house with love. So oh, you're not far off at all. That's pretty dope. Yes. So. I mean, I don't have any, but I've thought about getting some, but. You should try. We're sheep. We're sheep about that. Hmm. I said, we'll see about that. Yes, rose quartz. And I've been wearing a rose quartz necklace on my unk. And so much love and so much, um, so many new people have come into my life, like in friends and in social. So it's, I think it has attracted. Mm. Those kind of stuff is always kind of like, I don't want to say weird to me. Yeah, I'm just always like, what does this mean? Like, do I, because I was dating this guy one time. Mm-hmm. And we had already been like, you know, active and stuff. And mm-hmm. this man stopped. I was like trying to stop dealing with him because I just didn't like him. He was just like more like a friend to me. Yeah. He tried to light a candle like while we were, you know, about to. And I know, you know, most Good people job, do brother. that. What no. color was it? I think it was. I can't remember. It just freaked me out. And it freaked me out because he had told me about this girl that he dated before that was a Wiccan and used to burn candles for, like, all type of stuff to, you know, to get stuff, you know, the energy yeah. and stuff. I'm like, don't be burning no candle trying to make me fall in love with you. Don't be trying to cast no spell oh, on me. If it was red or like, pink, maybe. No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I got dressed. That's the fastest I've ever gotten dressed in my life, like, ever. Was, did you ever ask and, like, talk to him and ask him to We did later. We talked about it. He was like, man... I was just trying to set the mood. Like, I was like, "Can't you freak you can't out? You start and then get up to go do that." Like, really? I would be like, "Ooh, I watch him light the candles." Like, okay, light those candles. But I mean, you had already. Let me just started. lay here while you light the candles. Uh-uh. You just you automatically had a preconceived notion and you freaked out. I did. I probably definitely over. I mean, it don't matter because we weren't gonna be anything anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact is that that happened and. It just was not. It was not okay. It's not okay. Don't be trying to make me fall in love with you. It's gonna be voluntary. But that's not what he was doing. But that's not how he, he explained it to me. He was, he did not explain it to me that way. He was like, if I burn a green candle, I'm gonna get some money. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I don't know what color he was burning, but I just knew that he was trying to cast a spell on me. Why didn't you just ask then? Because I was young and just <laughs> was like, and only knew of one thing. You know, just nah. Nah, we ain't doing that. That's hilarious, Peaches. <laughs> but yeah, that's this this dating thing has been interesting over the years, and I'm glad to be dating now and not and being who I am now. While yeah, dating. I think for me, um, dating. Because I turned 29 in May. Dating when I was younger, I was trying to figure out me and trying to date at the same time. But as I've gotten older and I've had so much me time, I realized that's the order you're supposed to do that. And you're supposed to know self first, figure out your foundation within yourself, live in that self, um, appreciate it while it's happening, and then who you're supposed to be with will come along that path of you being you. Mm-hmm. You know, but you have to understand you exactly. have to be open, you have to understand that, that ha- that's how that happens. It's a difference where you're just f- 
driven and focused on like being with somebody right. because you lose sight of yourself. Exactly. That's men and women alike. Exactly. Um, so you lose sight of yourself. So you're, I know I was so focused on like being a certain way yes. to get the attention and it wasn't even a bad certain way it was right. just like no, if I, I do you. this then you no, know cause I guys mean, like right. this like the whole mean moral thing right. like if, well if I'm like this I was young but right. then I learned throughout that that like he wait, like girls that wear their hair like this right, but I have to wear right, my hair right. like this guys like know? this I mean, but we all do it girls and guys right. alike and it takes a real one to acknowledge that you've been through that because you're no longer exactly. there I'm not there anymore because I've been there exactly. you know I'm not gonna deny I've been my that existence of me because I used to have the soul wins and hey, no regret right, like because right. and, I, and there's no nothing against soul wins. Right, I don't it just do wasn't for me. You, you know, right. I went through. Every, I was, but I wore those. Um, but I had the soul wins because I was trying to figure me out, figure right. out where I was supposed right. to be. Not, and I don't. I don't down. I really don't down people who wear weaves or right. hair. I, I know you don't beautiful. like when I wear them. No, because I think you look good without them, like, truly. Right. And I think I look good without them. And that's why I tell somebody, because, like, I hate, like, because I love my natural hair. You know, I wear my hair, I'll cut cut it short, you know, wear it big and fro like it is today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so I hate when I do decide to wear weave, I'm wearing it, not because I think it looks better. It's just a switch up. I and weave sew into protective styles for your natural hair if you do it correctly. Exactly. So, so you know, I just want to switch it up. So then I hate when people make a big deal about it, like, oh my God, girl, your hair looks so good. You need to keep your hair like that. Then I instantly want to take it out because now... You, you've done too much. Yeah. You've done exactly like, too much. And we're done here. Right. Don't say nothing else to me. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Don't say nothing else to me. Because I'm sure going to get this so weird Friday. I want to see it, too. I want to see you it. You know I'm going to take pictures. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. New profile pic. Who this?
one of those somebody was proclaiming something mm -hmm. um, and I love reading things of someone proclaiming something because I love to consider you know I'm like okay right. what you got for me today right this one was about polyamory okay and he was like I don't understand what I the business of side chicks anymore if you and side chicks and main chicks he said if you, if both women are aware of one another and are still dealing with this man why aren't all of us humbling ourselves and just lit be together because one chick wants to be above the other so my question to you is what are, what are, well what are your thoughts on polyamory not ne not necessarily you doing it right so you you don't have to put yourself in the situation right. I am though but go ahead <laughs> oh, I mean yeah I'm saying yeah but, um so what do you think um I see like from the standpoint um have you seen um why not on Netflix no. Okay, watch that. Okay, why not? Tell us a little um, bit about why not without so telling So why not? Us. Give us It's like about a dude who is from like some country and like he's like West Indian or whatever. And so um, his parents are, you know, very they're Muslim, if I'm not mistaken, very traditional marriage, you know. Um, his brother is getting arranged to get married. It's a documentary. Oh, is it? Okay. Uh -huh. For and, those who like documentaries. Right. Um, and so he's basically recording being single and trying to figure out, figure out, like, why do I have to marry one person? Why do I have to love one person? Why do I just have to have sex with one person? And he has a girl. Then he gets a girlfriend, or he already had a girlfriend or something, but... Um, he wants to have an open relationship and he wants to have sex with somebody else. And if I'm not mistaken, he does and he felt bad about it. And he was encouraging the girl the whole time to do the same. And then I think she did or she thought about it. I can't really remember. Um, so then he had a realization that he didn't really like that so much. But you can't, you want it to be, to be selfish. You really didn't want to, you know. Um, but it, it has a lot of experts up there too. Okay, we're talking about like, and this is why not? Is it K N O T? Yes, K N O T. Why not? And they just go into history, like in the Bible days and all that, of like why a man had multiple wives and it was all about business and he could take care of them. Right. So in this day and age, we don't need all that. You really don't need it because most men, like really, honestly, if he wanted to, like he could afford to take care of me and another woman honestly yes but that's not gonna that's happen that's not where we're that's at not where, that's not where we're at that's not where we're going <laughs> because one another part of it is so like okay if a dude sees a single mom and he's got a girl and she's into that type of thing okay well let's pick up a single mom these boys need a father you know he don't want to date no woman with kids so but that's another non-factor for right. us mm -hmm. to, to be able to do that um i guess in the sense of some women who will have a baby for them, you know, if, like, somebody can't get pregnant or something like that. But even then, just be a surrogate and bye. Go on about your life. Find your own man. 
What do you think about polyamory within the black community? I think, okay, that it works for some people. Um, I think it depends on like personality types. I agree. Um, because I am a selfish lover. I want you have you, to know your truth. I want you when I want you, you and ain't truth. no is Sheila turn today. This just Sheila day. Because <laughs> one thing, I'm not attracted to women. I think women are beautiful. Um, I love y'all. I will hold your hand. I'll kiss your cheeks. But that's one of the misconceptions of polyamory, right. though. Um, I it's not required of you to be with that right. woman. And so that's what I'm saying. So it's how you defined it right, anyway. Right. So it will never be no ain't no fun unless the homie can get some type of stuff you know it ain't about to be all three of us so then babe i just want to lay on your chest but it's sheila's day today she got tuesdays you know that why you tripping because i want my i used to watch a documentary on tlc about that Uh, he had multiple wives and and they had different houses and Mm -hmm. he was it was like it's her day today it's their day today but in terms of polyamory in the black community um i Naturally, I've researched it. Um, I even joined groups to see what they were mm-hmm. discussing about it. Um, I've seen it work. I've seen it done very sleazy. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it done very economically. Sound. Right. Village right. sound. You know, I've seen it where um, all together, as a, they did like business, like the old days, like it was for, you know, growth. It was for uh, right. land. And that's what these polyamorous black folks have done you know right. they they have they own their own land they all own land they all all own a piece of it right. and on that they they have that love um so then see the, then this is my thing why can't we as a community if if it's going to be a, a polyamory community why can't y'all all just do that? Like, yeah. why can't it be a single woman just over here and y'all just look out for her when it need to be? Right. Why does it have to be she have to be his woman? You know, why does she have to belong to him? But in certain scenarios and certain situations, there's no belonging. Like, that's right. your, the way you're saying it. That's how I've seen it sleazy right. done. Okay. When it hasn't, when it's being selfish, because mm-hmm. when I've seen it done very sleazy, I've seen a man benefiting off of women mm-hmm. and like right. him like kissing them all in the mouth, kissing them all, all like the yeah, we like, all like I've seen it like promoted so horribly, right? Um, displayed so raunchy, right? But in terms of where it's not at all, where it's not even really publicized, right? Um, no one owns anyone. Um, right. It's like I can leave, you know, but it, no, it's not an ownership. Right. And everyone, um, they know their truths. Right. They know who they are. They're like, I'm this and this, so this is what I do. You know what I mean? Right. So that's what I'm saying. A lot of people turn their nose up at it. Right. But they see it at this sleazy way. I'm neither against it or for it. I see right. the benefits of it. I, I'm, I'm the same way with that. I seen a um, a video. Somebody posted in a group I was in. It was a light-skinned uh, woman talking. And she was saying how it was selfish for if you have a man that can afford to take care of, a, of another woman and her kids, why would you not want him to do that? Why, why would you? Yeah. And I was like, I feel you. I understand your perspective. However, we can do that from over there. She doesn't have to be his other wife. For us to look out for a sister in the community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My man came to me like, hey, you know, I ran into this girl. She lived down the street. 
baby daddy just left for a sheet, you can, know. Can we help her can out? Can we help her? Yeah. Sure, we can. Our tithe, whatever it is, we can we can give that to her monthly and look out for her. She does not have to come in this house. She does not have to eventually lay down with my man and, and, and for us to look out for the community. I just, in this day and age, I see where it can work now, kind of, yeah. But I just don't feel it's necessary. And and that's why I wouldn't work for someone like you. Yeah. Be, or me. Uh, right. <laughs> because, <laughs> but because there are there are women right. and men out there who are just like, hey, they have that spirit. They have right. that spirit of like, and it, it works for some, not for right. all. Right. But I've been I asked you those questions because I've seen it a rise right. of it. Um, yeah. And one guy he did mention like. You know, what's the point of a side chick if, you know, and all you have to do... Exactly. And I, I wonder that, too. Like, why why do that when you can just be single and let it be known? Like, hey, I don't want to be tied down. I want to be able to love who I want to love when I want to love them. Mm-hmm. If people could be honest with themselves about yeah. what they want, and that's perfectly fine. If that's Someone who, will rock with you. Somebody will. It may not be her, but I don't like it when you seduce a woman into thinking, like, oh, it's going to be like you and me against the world. And you have ulterior plans. And then you want to start inviting people in. Like, or bringing that up that's sneaky right. don't do that you like, need to exactly. be upfront with that when you meet the woman that's why I'm that's why I'm grateful for Facebook groups mm-hmm. um, because in groups like that you find people specifically like this right. is what we're down for this is what right. I like or don't like um, so if you're not about that why are you here you know kind exactly. of because a lot of women get um, snuck up on with that um, right. they'll meet a man and he's just so great and like right. they have like first four or five years they are solid and great and he comes with Right. So my ex husband was see. actually kind of like that, um, but he never. He, I don't think he knew he wanted to be that way. That oh, was the he grew that into was, that. He evolved. That into was it. the downside of marrying young and mm-hmm. then finding yourself within and then seeing like, hey, you know, we don't work after all. We want different things, yeah. and we were both trying to fight what we wanted and mm-hmm. trying to. And it wasn't fair for me to do that to him, but I didn't understand because when I was eighteen, I knew nothing. Right. Of this, these type of you only know the tradition and you like each other you get married you be with each other forever the you end. know yeah. that's what everybody do that's what everybody believe don't mm-hmm. nobody believe nothing. <laughs> you know? uh, there's no other other right you might cheat but you don't want to be with multiple y'all people. handle that you know and he eventually you know was cheating and stuff and got to the point where he was like you know I don't want to leave neither one of y'all so I'm gonna be with you both until he made that decision. He made that decision without both of y'all, right? And then so I decided to leave because she was gonna be down for it because she wanted him that (laughs) bad, not even because she was into the, you know, yeah, but just because she wanted him. And I don't want nobody that bad to go against what I want too. So because you you have to protect your vibe, protect your spirit, you have to. Califragilisticexpialidocious You're also potent potion Got me floating in your ocean Eosion Eosion When you approached me I was sober Now I'm posted on your shoulder What you mixing with that whiskey Girl you shoulda let me pour it Shoulda let me pour it Shoulda let me pour it 
Are you a twin? Cause I see two of you. I'm lit in your so beautiful, unusual. Suddenly, I want you more than usual. More than usual. More than usual. Sipping glasses of magic. I swear your ass gotta be hazardous. Excuse me while I pat you, miss. How's this even happening? How's this happening? How's this happening? Black Librarian Podcast out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I am your host at Alien Black Girl underscore. I am with my guest at Doing Just Peachy. That is D O I N J S T P E A C H Y. So, last question of this power hour yeah. Why are you proud to be black? I am proud to be black because we are so strong um, to just know what we've been through um, as a people and how trauma has just been spiritually and just emotionally passed down for so many years but we are still um, bouncing back you know we are so resilient Um, we are just so cultured beyond any sense of the word um and it's so funny because you know I came from like a small town and then now that social media is here you know it makes the world smaller and you just see so many black people that were across the world but we all mamas did the same thing you know <laughs> saying, saying the same little things like you better not let no flies in my mouth like we all worried like it's just like the little things like yeah. how we are just so us to our core it's just who we are is our is literally our blood mm-hmm. like and to see that is just an amazing thing to me like i'm proud to be black on that note this is the black librarian podcast out of favor north carolina i am your host at alien black girl underscore please subscribe if you listen to the podcast on itunes or google play or stitcher please subscribe and leave a comment you can follow the podcast on twitter and on Instagram under the handle at Black Shelves. And you can follow me, the host, at Alien Black Girl underscore on Instagram and Twitter. This is the Black Librarian Podcast. Stay woke. I've been fucking hoes and popping pillies, man. I feel just like a rock star. All my brothers got that gas and they always be smoking like a rock star. Fucking with me, call up on no Uzi and show up in them the shot
popping fucking hoes and popping pillies, man, I feel just like a rock star. All my brothers got that gas and they always be smoking like a rock star. Fucking with me, call up on no Uzi and show up in them the shot toss. When my homies pull up on your block, they make that thing go gratatata. I've been in the hills, fucking superstars, feeling like a pop star. Drinking in it bad, bitches jumping in the pool and I ain't got on no bra. Get up front of back, pulling on the tracks and now she screaming out no more. They like savage, why you got a 12 car garage and you only got six cars? I ain't with the cake and how you kiss that? Your wifey say I'm looking like a whole snap. Green hundreds in my safe, I got old racks. LA bitches always asking where the coke at. Living like a rock star, smash out on the top car. Sweeter than a pop tart. You know you are not hard, I didn't make the hat chart. Remember I used to chop hard. Living like a rock star, I'm living like a rock star. I've been fucking hoes and popping pillies, man, I feel just like a rock star. Sunshine